Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.
everybody y'all listening to the voice oh uh, come on now dig me if you will one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay oh, i'm be honest with you i was rushing rushing this morning so but that's what it takes sometimes sometimes you have to put forth a different kind of effort you know one of the things about being successful, and I was sharing this just the other day with a young man, and uh, he asked me, he said, hey man, I just don't see how you get up that early in the morning. I just don't see how, man. It would it would kill me to get up this early in the morning. Well, I sat there and I'm listening to it because it's just a thousand times I've heard it, you know. And my life is, you know, not too different from a lot of people's lives. There's a lot of people out there that rise early. And I guess I don't know, I don't know what he wanted from me or how he wanted me to take what he said, but I just sat there, you know, just indifferent to the tones because I've heard it so many times. I don't know how you get up that early in the morning. I don't know how you do all them jobs. And I just sit there, man, because, I, I mean, first of all, I'm grateful to be able to have a job. I'm so grateful to be able to do one and several that I happen to enjoy doing. I mean, you know, it's work, and it's difficult at times, but it's, I mean, you know, I, I, I wanted this. You know, you, you got it. You, know, you can't ask God for nothing, then he give it to you, then be mad that you got it. It don't make no sense. You know, you ask him for something, he give it to you. The problem with asking God for stuff is you, a lot of times we ask him for stuff, we don't really know what all it encompasses, what all it really is, and I asked for this. Now, Along the way, I've gotten far more than I asked for. I want you to do understand that. And, um, you know, that's that's his grace at work in my life. But I get up early and I go to work because I do understand something. That it is not walking up to you. Nobody walks up to people normally and just hand them checks all the time. And enough checks to sustain your life. And not only sustain it, but to have a life that where you could enjoy and do some of the things you want to do. That's, I don't know the person that walks out, hands out that money just to be doing it. And then with a lifestyle, though, where you can, you know, give your kids a Christmas, you know, take your family on vacation, uh, you know, a year, once a year. I don't know nobody passing out that kind of money. So I get up early in the morning and I get at it. I was taught to get up early in the morning by my father because my father says, Ain't nothing going to come to you while you lay in there. And you know what? I it, It's just true, man. It's just a little common sense. Little old people smart, man. They've been around a long time. You don't get old. You know some old fools out there, but you know, you don't have to deal with them. But old people are pretty smart, man. They've learned a lot along the way. And waking up early and getting at it is one of them things. And I ask everybody, man, to think about this scenario of your life. I just want you to just, I want to show you some numbers. If a day has 24 hours in it, and let's just say you choose to sleep eight of those hours because they tell you you need eight hours sleep. So you sleep eight hours. That's a third of your life asleep already. Just a third of your life 
is spent asleep if you're going to do eight hours a day. You understand that? A third of your life is spent asleep. Now, let's say you have a job that you work eight hours. And it's not the job of your dreams. It's not your dream career, your dream profession. It's just the one you took, like all of us, to get it started. And then, like all of us, some of us end up having to stay there because we've created these bills and we can't because we checked the check, so we can't leave it because we'll lose what what we work for. So let's just say you got a job that you go to work to for eight hours. That's another third of your life. That's two-thirds of your life spent doing something. Mm -mm. How do I put this to you? Oh, oh, let's all right, all right, Steve. Just leave it there. That's two thirds of your life. Feel how you want to feel about your two thirds. Well, I like sleep. Okay, cool. There's a scripture about that too. But now you spend two thirds of your life one on a job you don't care for if you're not happy there, or one that just pays the bills and it's not your dream job or career. Another third of your life is sleep. Oh, now let's hold on. Let's talk about the one hour of preparation that it may take to get to the job. Let's just say you wake up. You know, brush your teeth, shower, have a little breakfast, get dressed. Let's just say that's an hour. So now we're talking 16 hours, eight hours sleep, eight hours on your job. You, that's 16 hours. You got a uh, ready time, one hour. That's 17 hours. Let's say your drive time, let's say getting to your job for the average person is anywhere between 30 to an hour. That's an average of what it takes the average person. Now, some people out there hustling way harder than that. But let's just say your average is an hour getting to work. You add another hour to that going to work. You've now spent 18 hours out of the 24 doing something that's either non-productive, you're not happy with, you're not pleased about, is not your dream job, is not your dream profession, and the rest of the time you sleep. 18 hours. That's going to work. Now, you got to come from the job. So let's just say it's another hour to get back home. That's 19 hours. 19 hours out of a 24-hour day. A third of it you've been asleep. A third of it you've been on the job that you're not happy with. You took an hour to get ready to go to the job that you're not happy with, that you just spent a third of your life sleeping to get ready for. You spent an hour getting there, and you spent an hour getting back. That's 19 hours out of 24 hours. You now have five hours left in your day. Oh, you watch TV two times? Two hours a day? Okay, excuse me. Let's put, now you put two hours of TV on there. You've just spent 21. You now have three hours in the day to do something super productive for the development of yourself and the future of your family and your future as a person and what you can provide for your family. Uh Uh-oh. I need to chill. I need to smoke one. Uh Uh-oh. I needed some time at Happy Hour. Seemed like all I do is drive to work and go to work. I'm going to go out with the fellas, drink one. Okay, let's say you spend two hours at Happy Hour. Nobody go to a Happy Hour just for an hour. Let's say you spend two hours at Happy Hour or smoking or some video games. Let's throw that in there. Two hours of smoking, chilling, reading the paper, video games. That's 23 hours of your day gone. Don't you see how your day slips away from you? So why would you get up early? You get up early to get a jump. You get up early to produce, to plan, to become productive. You get up early in the morning to care about every single minute of your day. You wake up early in the morning because you have a plan, 
a mission. You have something you want to accomplish. So you wake up early, and you go, as the earlier you get up, the more time you have just for you to devote to your plan. You map it out. You make some send some emails. You, you do some Google searches. Whatever it is you need to do to get your dream underway. Then you go get ready. Then you get in your car and go to work. Then you go to your job. But on your job, instead of sitting at your lunch break messing around with a bunch of people laughing and talking about nothing, playing dominoes, why don't you take that hour to do some more research, to do some more Googling, to send out some more emails? Do something, man, with all these precious hours that God gives all of us in the course of a day. Take advantage of every minute of that. No human being has more than 24 hours a day, including myself. But if you care about every single minute of that day, you'll be amazed at how much you could get accomplished in a 24-hour day. But you can't get none of that happening because you sleep and you chilling and you smoking. Okay, what has that done for you, your family, or your future? Care about every minute of your day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, people anywhere in this world, let me tell you what's happening right now. You're tuned in to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here, if I may say so myself, here. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Carla. Hello, good morning, everyone. Hello, Junior. Good morning, Ark. <laughs> Thomas Miles. Yay, yay. Wait a minute. You're not going to say anything about how Junior said good morning? No, that I was didn't strong. Hear what you said. That was morning, Ark. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that ain't going to last. Shit. He can't stay it. That register way too long. He can't, can't hold that one. It. No, I no. can't stand it. I'm back. I'm right there. <laughs> that took everything funny, out of Junior. you, didn't it, Junior? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. What morning, Unc. Yeah. <laughs> morning, everybody. <laughs> so somebody asked me how the mentoring is going. Hey, Unc, how the mentoring going? How's the mentoring going? <laughs> with, you, with you, Junior? Oh, no, I'm Tommy. S- splendid. With Tommy, ain't heard from it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just talking St. Patty's Day that came and gone. <laughs> okay. What do you got to do so, okay, wait a minute. What, maybe, maybe we can. What, what are you doing with Junior that maybe you can? Try well, first of all, let me say I knew Tommy. Tommy wasn't going to show up on St. Patty's Day because he was busy. What do you mean busy? He's not yeah. Irish. He ain't yeah. Irish. You know, they hire a lot of leprechauns show up. <laughs> he was at balls and pools. He ran his little ass raggedy. I'm not going to do this with y'all. I'm talking about some Patty guests. He had some guest appearances. Y'all don't know nothing about it. He tried to keep that gig secret from me. <laughs> Magically when I was delicious. By this one pub out here in LA, I, mean, I said that leprechaun show is dog. <laughs> Black leprechaun. <laughs> Magically delicious. He couldn't be there on the seventeenth. No, he was busy. Boy, that boy. Okay, so then there was the eighteenth. Yeah, what happened then? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't okay, whose fault is it now? Well, I'm tell you what, it show know, ain't mine. You know what? You guys I are think, both busy. Early. He. He he don't really feel like fooling with me. He he likes to get on this radio and do all this, but uh-huh. really he ain't my uncle ain't interested in doing nothing with me. He what? he loved me, you know, uh-huh. but he just he loved me from a distance. Oh, 
Yeah, he loved me from now, way over there. part of that's true. <laughs> what part? <laughs> loving you from a distance. He didn't say that much. What part? Yeah, that part is true. <laughs> yeah. But, hands down, mm-hmm. see, I would help him. It's so easy for me to do. But he ain't asked me one time. You can call, text. You can do anything. We're in a tech, tech society now. He keep wanting this sit down, but every time I turn around, he got family duty. He His family duty, damn near jury duty. He had to park. Mm. He had to school well, events. It was, it, was, it, was, it was spring break. Right? Bo- it yeah. was, I ain't, I ain't yeah, got no problem with that. Busy. But before spring break, technology. <laughs> Unc, let me ask you a question. Somebody offered me this. What's your thoughts? Then mm. I could text uh-huh. him back. He, well, maybe that's Shelly, not the kind of mentoring him, he needs. Steve. On thirty something funny, <laughs> I'm gonna show you how mentoring works. Okay, and we have something else planned for you on thirty something funny That'll too. That'll be just fine. All right, so uh, <laughs> as Steve just mentioned, we'll be back with thirty something funny at thirty two after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, before we went to break, uh, we were talking about the mentoring between you and your nephew, Steve, nephew Tommy. Of course, kind of hasn't happened yet. Well, yeah, you know. You guys are both busy. We are, Uh but, you know. uh, He ain't nowhere near as busy as me. I'm not not close, but I'm about half of that, though. I'll be moving and shaking. I'll be trying. I got all Wait, you had a few days off, Steve. Didn't you just tell us you had a couple of days off? Ain't heard from him. What happened, Tommy? You want the truth? Kids was on spring break. Kids on spring break, but but call. Yeah. When when, when when he when we got off Friday, mm-hmm. yeah, the words in the microphone after we left were, "Don't nobody blank with me this weekend." <laughs> you didn't hear that? But that didn't mean okay. you. Did oh, it? that didn't mean you. Oh, it mean me first. <laughs> well, why didn't you that, just send true. a text? That's to true. Say, <laughs> what, Steve? That's <laughs> true. That do mean him first. <laughs> Supposed to get mentored if he yeah. don't know when to call. And now, yeah. Exactly. No. Hey, 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 hey. He could have called if he, look look here. When he want mm-hmm. uh passes to Universal, he call. Okay, so what you're if saying he is need a VIP for for Universal, he call. Okay. See, you know, no, watch it, when watch he needs something like that, he need tickets in somewhere, he calls. Watch this shirt. Okay. Oh. Ain't Marjorie out of town right now. Mm-hmm. Uncle Steve at home by himself. Right. If okay. I show up at the gate and they mm-hmm. call him. Do you know if 50 50 if he gonna really <laughs> let me in? Do you know that? Well you gotta take a chance. Yeah, you have to. You no can't risk, you can't no Yeah, you can't. But it has be happened before. before. Ask but him have I me. not showed up to that gate and he said he ain't said nothing to me about coming over here today. No. <laughs> you oh. didn't let him in. Okay, so we need more from you, Tommy, and we, we need kids riding by each other's house on bikes. And we need more from you, Steve. We need oh, no, access no, 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 to get no, in the no, house. No. We See, need a little 50, more. It's 50-50 if he get in, but it's zero if you don't go to the game. Yeah, you have to yeah, Exactly. Go. Yeah. It's definitely you know, that. Yeah. So he done, he done did a zero. We're going to yeah. quit, like to we're gonna quit acting like these pearly gates, though, and this is Jason. <laughs> we're going to quit this. But see, who said no one's that? doing that. Ain't nobody said nothing about them being pearly gates. Okay. They're not. Just go, Tommy. Okay. But you you should call first. You, I'm going to go to this first? gate one more time. Are you going to call first? I'll text because that's what he don't want to call. Okay. He don't pick that up, remember? Okay. That's true. There's yeah, so many different that. things you got to remember. A lot of rules. But it's always going to be a lot of red tape and rules and 
you know, yeah. all that if you want something well, really well, Tommy, bad. Could you could you text him before you go and say, hey, I'm on my way? I yeah. Can, I like a normal that. person? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, now I, I, I'm probably not supposed to say. Now, I didn't send him uh-huh. three sitcoms. Listen, Steve. I'm listening. I sent three sitcoms. Okay. Incredible sitcoms. Uh-huh. They just didn't make it to him. They didn't make it. No, I'm just saying now. Okay. So, okay. So Disney got the Incredibles. <laughs> and the sequel is coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're get, we have to work on this. Okay. Right. Let's let's set a goal for the meeting. Let's set he ain't a goal. gonna do it, Shirley. I'm let's gonna go, go with what else you got. We're gonna set a goal before this, he run over. this morning is over. Tommy, text me whatever you want to talk about. Why we why go. we on An the agenda. radio? We got four hours. We got three yeah. hours left. Text me why we on the radio. What you want to talk about or what you need? Just text me. I'm telling okay. ladies. Did but y'all I, hear that? Yeah, I ain't yeah. even got text. I tell you right now, I want Family Feud. I just tell you right now, I want. Family what you mean? You want to be on Family Feud? No, nah, hell no. I want the job. You want to host it? What? Yeah. They already have what? a host. Right. He working it. Right. But he's doing too much, isn't he? How you gonna tell the current host you oh, want his job to oh, his God. face? No wonder he's not meeting with you. No wonder he ain't mentoring your ass. You're on his heels. Okay. Don't nobody even. Why do I do Family Feud in another country? Go on over there. You don't even speak the language. It don't matter. He ain't ain't gonna get this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Man, if he walk his short ass out there (laughs) and they see it ain't me. Yeah. All that clapping gonna stop. Ladies and gentlemen, your host of Family Feud. Well, I'm assuming. Who is the Lord do? I'm assuming you're going to pass the gauntlet. You know, give him a proper introduction. If you, if this does happen, Steve, you're not going to just throw him to the wolves. Uh, 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 man, I'm gonna be doing this about. I probably do Family Feud probably eight, eight more years. Oh, well, Tommy. You take that off your list. Yeah. What else you got? Yeah. Scratch yeah. that. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, do we have time to get to this? Okay. Um, in a recent interview, uh, we all know who Warren Buffett is. He's a billionaire. He said that doubling your net worth won't make you happier. Okay. He said, Warren Buff- Buffett said, I wasn't happy when I had $10,000 when I got out of school. This is a, um, during an interview on the CNBC. He said, I was having a lot of fun. Buffett said people often think that having more money will make them happier. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Most people do think that. He mm-hmm. says, but unhappy people will probably stay unhappy no, much how, no matter how much money they have. Buffett says, if, for example, you have $100,000 and you're an unhappy person and you think a million dollars is going to make me happy, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, Steve, you know I have to ask you this question. How has doubling, in your case, tripling, quadrupling, whatever the case, how, how has that changed your life? Has it made, made you? Made happy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what Warren Buffett is. <laughs> and he's in the top 10 billionaires, right? Yeah, in the world. I would have to disagree too, Sherry. Yeah, I, well, what article? It's, he did this in how long ago this was? It was in an up. interview with CNBC. Well, yeah, what's let me, that show? Let me tell you box? this. He made a true statement, honestly speaking. If you're not a happy person, you're not a happy person. Mm-hmm. Money does not make you happy. 
I am at the happiest I've ever been right now because my life is in the most peace. But it's not because of money. It's because of my mate. Oh, that's nice oh. to say. That really is sweet to say. That's, that's My really- life is at its happiest and most peace because of my mate. Coming up next is the nephew with Run That Prank Back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk to Miss Ann. She's going to be here with today's national news. Also, Shirley. Yes, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you a personal question about me. Oh, okay. Mm. Wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Ask me, but I know all about you. I've been around for him. <laughs> when I ask somebody, ask somebody that really know you. What is wrong with you today, nephew? Oh, no, no. With this mentoring thing that started, we finna ride it out today. <laughs> Come on. Get to the prank. What's, okay. What's in the prank? Go big or go Still ain't text me nothing. Go big. <laughs> <laughs> On you, the ball is in your court. Go big or go home. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Darnell. Darnell. Let's see. Who is this? Darnell, how you doing? This is Scott. With Bigger, uh, bigger and Better, uh, where we make you large and in charge. How you doing today? Scott who? My name is Scott. And I'm with uh, Bigger and Better where we make you large and in charge. I'm good, Scott. What's up? We were actually uh, given a, a phone call by your wife. Your wife is, is, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, your wife's um, your wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon. Is that right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's um, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's coming up. Okay. Have you have you decided on getting her anything, or have you purchased anything yet? No, no. I, I got a couple things in mind. Um, well, actually, uh, we got a call from uh, from. I think um, we've got something that's gonna that's gonna really uh, help you guys, and and something I think that um, she wanted to recommend. That's something that you probably wouldn't wouldn't think about getting. All right, I'm all ears. Okay, I've been racking my uh, brain, so I'm all ears. Actually, uh, gave us a call. She's actually had an idea. You know what she would really really like for her birthday present. So, what's the name of your company again? Bigger and better. Um, uh, like I said, I, hold on, hold on. I, she called you. I'm sorry. She called you to give me an idea on what I should get her for her birthday. Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is something that's a little uh, a little different, and it's something that you probably would never in a million years think of. But here at Bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge, we actually do some things that we definitely know you wouldn't have thought of. So I I, I definitely understand her giving Man. us a call. Man, what you think? What's your name again, Sam? No, Sam. Scott. Scott. Get, Scott, get to the point. What, what, what you selling? Uh, actually, let us know that there are some things that, that are really, really lacking between you guys. And she would very much like for her birthday where you can be a, a lot more well-endowed. So, you know, that's what we do here at Bigger and Better. What? We actually... Um, hello? What? I could be more what? More well-endowed, well sir. So I think really what's going on is Bianca's really not satisfied right now. Is she call you to tell you that I'm not, what do you mean well-endowed, my junk? Sir, so you're, 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 you're inadequate. You know what I mean? You're, you're um, uh, I guess maybe maybe very impotent. I'm not sure. but Are you kidding me? With this, what's the name of this company again? Uh, bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge. And right now... You know, you're not you're not large and in charge, and we want to get you to that. Are you able to come in for a consultation? A consultation. I'll tell you what. I'm going to call her right now because this is a right now, okay? I'm going to call her. 
man. It's kind of great job. I thought I was good, but I got a little nervous. There. I was like, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, now you know it's the Studio Harvey radio show. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Go big. Go home. There it is. That's how you prank the What? But in the meantime, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the nephew was in Memphis, Tennessee. Chuckles Comedy Club. Tickets are going fast. Get yours right now. The nephew, the fool, is coming to town. Barbecue and nephew, all in the same city at the same time. Get them. They on sale right now. What should I text him? <laughs> Wow. You're the one want to be mentored. Yes. Your he uncle asked help you earlier. Mentored. Yeah. Surely That's a I, damn shame. Do what? I, say it again, Steve. What? He needs help being mentored. <laughs> That's crazy. So sure, he needs help from y'all to get mentoring yeah. from me. How that Tommy. Huh? Ask Tommy. Huh? He's not a stranger. That's yeah, your ask uncle. Him whatever yeah. you but want. he act like a stranger, Carla. No, I love it. How? We we gotta we gotta go. Um, so we, you just we'll get... lied now, Tommy. Even the girls know that. Okay, there are no more perfect brackets. Should open the damn gate when I was at. Oh the no! Gate. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with today's national news and the Sweet Sixteen March Madness. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So you were saying about um, you know well, what what Warren Buffett said, and you know I was going to ask you to make a statement about me, but I've changed my mind. Let me just say this. Warren Buffett is correct in that money does not make you happy. Mm -hmm. If you're not a happy person, getting money is not going to make you happy. Now, I jokingly said it made me a lot happier. It opened up. But what it did was I was really already a happy person. Mm -hmm. I may have been in some dark places and some dark spots in my life, but I was basically a happy person. So being a little bit more well-to-do has just created an opportunity to do more with the happiness. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. The real thing about money is it just takes all emergencies and turns them into mere inconveniences. It just makes your life a little bit more convenient. Well, what about when you said um, having more money just makes you more of who you are? Remember you yeah, said that? Yeah, that, that's a true statement. Uh-huh. So, like, if you're an unhappy person, a lot of money, you're going to be more reasons to be unhappy. Just rich and mad. Yeah, just rich and sad. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very rich, sad people out there, yeah. you know, who know the principles of success, but for some reason can't pull that part of their life together for very reasons. So I've been generous. I've been overly generous at times. I've had to learn how of late to cut that back because people take advantage of it. I've been more than generous in my life because I'm a generous person. My father was. He'll give you the shirt off his back. I got that from him. My mother always told me, she said, you just like your daddy. Your daddy do anything he can to help somebody he care about. Mm. He said, you just like him. And you mm. just like him too because you'll fight. You and your daddy just fight. And <laughs> Boy, I was she right. come home some night, just shirt <laughs> toe off. He'll change his shirt and go back down there. I said, well, yeah, <laughs> At least cool. we know where you got it from. You yeah. got it on So I'm cool with that, but that's what I wanted to say. Hey, let's talk about the NBA for a minute. I mean, not the NBA, the NCAA. NCAA. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk oh, basketball, man. baby. We got the brackets. There's been a lot of upsets. Uh, the Sweet 16 is in. Uh, out in the uh, West, I think. Uh, out West, in the South bracket, excuse me, in the South bracket, uh, we got Kansas State and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I predict now Kentucky is number five and Kansas State is number uh, nine, mm-hmm. I predict Kentucky to come out of there. 
Uh, the next one, the big upset, uh, Loyola, Loyola, Chicago, shock Tennessee, yeah. which I kind of saw that coming. I was thinking that. I didn't pick them early, but I got on the bandwagon against Nevada. Now, they 11, Nevada, number seven. I think Loyola, Chicago, them boys up there going to shock us. That's, 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 that's the Cinderella team. That's the Cinderella team. Yeah, yeah. yeah right I there. think they yeah. going to shock Nevada, too. You're right, Tommy. Xavier and Florida State. Now, I told you. Florida State, I told you the team from Florida. I couldn't figure out the name of it, but here we is, though. Yeah, but they finna go up against Gonzaga now. No, nah, they going up against, oh, yeah, that's right. They up yeah. against Gonzaga. Yeah. Because they beat Xavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. See, that's, they, I told y'all, that that's stunned it, man. <laughs> now, Gonzaga hard to beat because they go there every year. So I'm just in prayer with Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> Houston had Michigan, man. man. Ooh, they did. Had them. Had Michigan. Michigan beat Houston, so they're against Texas A&M. That's Tommy's old college, so automatically I pulls for Michigan. <laughs> see, you foul. See, that's wrong. They gave y'all Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Ever since they gave us that drunk-ass quarterback. This little junkie-ass. We'll finish the bracket up on the East when we come back. Yeah, introduce Miss Ann, Steve. Ladies She's and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. This is Andrew for the news. Police in Austin, Texas, are looking for a serial bomber, perhaps one with a racist agenda. The first three devices were package bombs left on three doorsteps, but Austin Police Chief Brian Manley says that the fourth bomb was set off by a tripwire along the side of a road in a residential neighborhood, leaving two men injured. What we have seen now is a significant change from what appeared to be three very targeted attacks to what was last night an attack that would have hit any, a random victim that happened to walk by. So we've definitely seen a change. And now a package blew up, they say, this morning at a FedEx outlet near San Antonio, Texas. And they say that package was being mailed to Austin, Texas. Chief Manley says his detectives feel that all the explosions which have taken place since March 2nd are linked. President Trump paid a visit to New Hampshire yesterday uh, to host an event dealing with the nation's opioid crisis. Every day. 116 Americans die from an opioid-related overdose. In New Hampshire, the overdose, really, death rate. I mean, can you believe this? The death rate is double the national average. It's got difficulties like people wouldn't believe. And the president said the country needs to get tough and officially proposed that the death penalty uh, be meted out to certain drug dealers. Yeah, they said, he said the penalty for certain drug dealers should be death. Meanwhile, shares of Facebook took a nosedive on the market yesterday, one day after it was reported that a data firm that did work for Donald Trump's presidential campaign improperly used data from 50 million Facebook customers. Facebook has since suspended Cambridge Analytica, that's the name of the firm, for holding on to the personal data collected after claiming that it was deleted. According to former employees and Facebook, the breach allowed Cambridge to exploit the social media activity of those voters. The Tennessee state legislature voted last week to kill a resolution that would have condemned the alt right neo-nazis and white nationalists as terror groups they didn't even vote on the measure 
The U.S. Supreme Court has dealt a legal blow to Republicans in Pennsylvania by keeping in place a revised map of the state's congressional districts, uh, one that allows Democrats to probably pick up as many as four seats in this year's elections while making some other races in that state more competitive. The high court refused to hear the GOP's request to place the new map on hold. Aretha Franklin has canceled two upcoming concerts, reportedly on orders from her doctor. Reports say the Queen of Soul has been ordered to stay off the road and get some rest for at least the next two months. And happy birthday to Spike Lee. Please, baby, please, baby, please, baby, 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 please. Oh, you're such a cutie, Spike. We'll be back with more entertainment in today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, there are some who believe the reason Bruno Mars took home the Album of the Year Award at this year's Grammy Awards is because he's a non-black musician who sings predominantly black music. But what is he? He's Hawaiian. He's Puerto yeah. Rican and uh, what? Filipino. Filipino, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so what? Well, uh, that's what they're saying because there's been this ongoing debate surrounding him. He's being accused of cultural appropriation. What uh, is it? Um, what? what is it? Yeah, it's like, you know, you're taking, you're, uh, taking our music, black music, making it your own. Yeah. You we know. don't own nothing. <laughs> Well, you know, l- listen to this, Steve. Stevie Wonder is is pretty upset about that. Uh, he was asked how he felt. He said, this is what Stevie Wonder, the true legend of music, said. He said, music is for everyone to enjoy. So we cannot limit ourselves by people's fears and insecurities. He's a great talent, talking about Bruno Mars now. The other stuff is just bull. So I got to ask you, Steve, what do you think? That's exactly right. I want her, that's Stevie Wonder talking. Yeah. Mad at Bruno Mars because he's doing black music. Hell, we don't do our own music no damn more. Uh oh. Did he say that? It's different. This new generation has built careers off of sampling. He's just the baddest thing out there walking right now. The band, the harmony, the lyrics, the moves, the whole thing. I could be wrong. I don't know of any young musical, you know, look, I'm not talking about that like John Legend and 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 and, and these people out here. Look, I'm hip hop is making tons of billions of dollars. I'm talking about real music. Bruno Mars is playing real music that's in a throwback to what I grew up listening to. That's why I love him. That's why Stevie Wonder loves him. That's what they're doing. But this generation has made billions of dollars off of sampling. So why would anybody be upset about Bruno Mars talking about he's still in some culture? Music is for everybody. These is notes. A, B, C, D, D flat, E sharp, F, G. These is notes. That's what these is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what these is. You can, you can go play them notes too. All day. Mm-hmm. the hell they mad at Bruno Mars for? That's ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing. We got a president up here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look, <laughs> we got a president up here Tweet. about to move dreamers out this country, about to build a damn wall, then put a better tax plan that don't help none of y'all's asses, and we sit up here worrying about what the hell Bruno Mars is playing. All right, listen, Steve. Man, <laughs> I'm with you that when you're right, man. man. Coming up at 34 right after there. the hour, we all know about the Blue Ivy Carter uh, $19,000 auction story. Plus, we'll tell you about oh, spending man. your parents' money right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, this is a story. It's so cute. It's been trending for a few days now. You were actually invited to the Wearable Art Gallery here in Los Angeles. It was hosted by Beyonce's mom and her stepdad, Tina Knowles Lawson and Richard Lawson. So this year's theme was From Waco to Wakanda. And well, Beyonce and Jay's daughter, Blue Ivy, stole the show as she's been doing lately, huh? Little Blue Ivy. She's so cute. She bidded, check this out, Little Blue Ivy bidded $19,000 on a piece of art. My mama would have backhanded <laughs> my ass so hard. My well, lips would have been twice the size they already is. Now, I'd have raised my black ass hand. You ain't working nowhere. <laughs> so this is what her daddy Jay-Z did. He just kind of playfully pulled a little paddle away. Mom, give me that back. <laughs> so, so here's a question for you, Steve. Have you ever tried to suggest how to spend uh, your parents' hard-earned money? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, <laughs> wait, wait, I think wait, I know wait. the answer to that wait, question wait. from you, Steve. What money? Uh, oh, first, <laughs> let's let's start. We there. didn't have no extra, uh-huh. but if I'd have took my man, let me tell you something. <laughs> if I'd have took my ass to the store and bought a Mary Jane and didn't uh-huh. have <laughs> that one piece of candy was two cents. If I'd have came back <laughs> with five Mary Janes, a dime. <laughs> I'd have got a $20 ass whooping. <laughs> and back in the 60s, that's a long, long ass whooping. <laughs> oh, oh, you down here spending money. Yeah. Oh, you working now. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, that's what you doing. Oh, you taking money without asking. <laughs> that I just bought you money. Because I had the Mary Jane. He started talking to me. My mouth full of Mary Jane. <laughs> slobbing out the corner of my mouth. I had two of them in there at one time. He's a he's a boy, boy. Boy, how come you didn't bring a pound of bologna like I am? Huh? I said, I said you ain't have no money, Daddy. Uh oh. He said, well, "What's that in your mouth?" Mm-mm. Mm. He said, "So." I said, "That's candy." Mm. He said, "How much candy you buy?" I said, "Huh?" Yeah. Yeah. How much? Yeah. Now I'm trying not. I want to swallow this. Can't. But I'd have killed myself. <laughs> I'd have joked him. I wanted to swallow him like two rocks of crack. Oh. But I couldn't. It was too much for me. <laughs> so I was dance. trying to put it in the side of my mouth and act like I didn't have it. Uh-huh. He says, so let me ask you something. So you done went out to the store, and instead of getting what I told you to get, you done bought some damn candy with the money. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Right Another, huh? Two in a row. <laughs> Ooh. But I'm starting to Ooh. tear up because yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> so then I said, Daddy, we just ain't have enough money. He said, we get some change. Uh-oh. Mm. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. How much change we get? What's the pause? That's part? too long. Yeah. yeah. That's too the pause yeah. too long. 90 cent. Whoa. How much was the bologna? Uh-oh. Ain't the bologna 94 cent a pound? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Huh? God, you can't get that price again. So now what you done did is, you done bought a dime worth of candy. Uh-oh. So now we can't get the pound of bologna, but you done bought the money back, but you got a mouth full of candy. Now you come back and tell me we ain't have enough money. Now, how you think this finna go right here? <laughs> oh, he gave, he asked you first. <laughs> I said, 
Not good. Don't, don't say another, huh? Do not I don't wanna, say. I don't want to get no whooping, Daddy. I, I know you don't. <laughs> I already know you don't. You but who told you to buy that damn candy instead of bringing that damn bologna back to this house? Uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> Another huh? Mm-hmm. Go downstairs and wait on me. Uh-oh. So I had to go to the basement and stand by the furnace. God. He took a bath, ate, read the newspaper. I was down there about Just an wait. hour 45. Ain't nothing God. worse than waiting on a yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah. That's death right there. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> so does that answer your question, Blue Eyes? About Ivy, spending your parents' money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, nephew Tommy is on deck up next with uh, a prank phone call. A prank call. Uh-huh. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's strawberry letter. But up next, it's the nephew. Right here with the stru- with the uh, prank phone call. What you got now? Invitation to the party. Oh, okay, that sounds nice. Invitation, reasonable to the party. Sound right. good, Don? Yes, it does. Sound good. As a matter of fact, yeah. Run it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach Danny. Yeah, what's up, this Danny? Hey, Danny, how you doing? My name is Paul, man. How you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's up? Hey, man, I wanted to reach out to you, man, um, about your wife. You 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 married to Nicole, right? I want to make sure I got the right person. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Now, who, who is this again? My name is Paul, man. I, I know Nicole. Nicole knows my wife. My wife is Regina. And, uh, you know, we know we know Nicole real well, man. We was trying to uh, we was trying to actually see about getting getting you guys to uh, come out and uh, maybe maybe go out uh, uh, on a double date, man. We all get, go out and hit the town. So you know my wife, Nicole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she, uh, uh, I got your number out of Nicole's phone. And, um, okay, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. What you mean you got my number out of Nicole's phone? You, you got, you, 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 I'm not understanding what's going on, though. Okay, let me, let me, let me try to break this down to you, man. Um, myself, my wife, Virginia, and Nicole, uh, we, we've all actually been hanging out lately, you know, within the last, last, Six weeks to two months. You know, nah, we've been hanging nah, out. You, you, now nah, you ain't hanging out with my wife. Okay. My, I, my wife with me all the time, bro. So I, you know, you might want to. You might have the wrong number. No, no. You, 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 Danny, right? I'm Danny. Okay. And Nicole is is your wife. Nicole is like about five foot four, five foot five, light light skin. Yeah, that's my yeah, wife. That's my wife. But I, you ain't I, you ain't hanging out with her. Okay, man, I'm trying to explain to you what's going on. Now, if you want to listen to me, right. cool. I'm just trying. Okay, here, here's what's up. Get to your point, man. Me, Nicole, and my wife have been swinging. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Okay. You know what? You walking up the wrong tree, dog. You this some bullshit. You 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 know this this some bullshit. Hey, man, I, I wanted to, I wanted to call you and and tell you what was going on and see if you wanted to you call know my call my. You got the wrong number for sure. Trust me, you okay, got man. the wrong number. Well, let's, 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 let's just break this down, man. How many Danny is it, dog? It ain't that many. So, I mean, dude, I mean, you gonna be in denial or you gonna go and accept what I'm trying to tell you? I'm trying deny to invite my, come, deny my I'm trying to invite, invite me to what? I'm trying to invite you to come hang out with me and the girls. 
you know, do you want to, do you want to, I mean, this might be something you might like if you try it, man, because, I mean, we didn't have a lot of fun with Nicole. Like what? What the hell you mean you had fun with Nicole? You had no god fun with Nicole? So what you trying to tell me? You trying to tell I'm me y'all? We had fun with Nicole. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining to you. We, we've done some. Explain we, my we, hell. No, that. Explain man. This some bullshit. Okay. I, well, well, one, I know my wife, and I know she ain't no bullshit like that. Okay. And I ain't never heard no I ain't never heard of you and your wife, and we've been together for years. So there's some bullshit. Okay, well, well, here's, a, here's, something, here's something you need to understand, man. You know your no, wife. I, but I don't I, need to understand I, nothing. You need to understand yeah, that this is bullshit. Your wife, but I know her too. I know her. I, I know. Man, I know Nicole now. Me and Nicole is. You know what? Where you at? I'm I'm rolling through the city right now. I got some work I got to do, but I'm just trying to yeah, see. Yeah, I, I need to put my eyes on you. I need to put my eyes on you, man. Okay. Hey, man, do you want to come do what we be doing? Or not? So you trying to tell me that my wife done been with another woman? Yes, man. It's beautiful, dog. You got to see it, man. You. Man, dog, I'm just trying to keep it real with you, dog. I was just trying to holler at you, man. Let you know what was going on. See, I'm thinking you might want to be a, you know, uh, you know, try it yourself. You know, that's all I'm thinking, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to start nothing. You know what, mother? I don't know no guy, Paul. I don't know no mother, Gina, and I don't know why the you calling my phone. And I tell you what, when my wife get home, I'ma find out about because this some bullshit. This some bullshit, man. So okay, no, no problem. Okay, dog, no, calm down though, man. No, calm my. You don't call my mother number. How the hell are you going to tell me to calm down? You telling me you f***ing my wife? Your, your wife speaking with my number? My wife speaking with another woman? Hey, man, Tommy is the one that told us that Nicole was down. He's he the one that hurt us. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Who the f*** Tommy? Hey, dog, nephew Tommy from the Steve ne- Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> hey, nephew. hey, Danny, hey, Danny, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Nicole, got me to prank phone call you, dog. Man, that ain't even funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, man, you all right? You all right, man? Man, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this was just the, the, the morning show, man, and y'all just met me. But, but, but look here. Man, somebody going to you up one day. <laughs> Boy, somebody going to get your ass. <laughs> I hope you got a, a, a good insurance policy. <laughs> Daddy, I gotta ask you, man, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Ain't <laughs> hey, number one, man. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Anybody want to go? I'll pass. Huh? Nah, man. man I'm yeah, I'm out. Huh? You, no, you can no. take it. Ah, y'all ain't never been to the swinger party. I don't nobody want to go. No, you're the only mm-hmm. one. No, I'm the Tommy, only you're swan. the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call STD. Tommy, I, I heard it be a lot of ugly ass people at the swinger club. <laughs> what, what did you say, Steve? <laughs> Tommy, I heard it be a lot of ugly ass people at the swinger club. How the they hell do. I know? Don't hey, hey. <laughs> You did you the prank. Go? I did the prank. Junior, you did the yeah. prank. You ever been there? Uh-uh, uh. 
Nah, but for what I can understand, it is. I heard a lot of. I other got people. a partner that go. He he swear them down. They be fine, but I don't understand it. Yeah. Mm-mm. You don't understand Mm-mm. what that they're fine or why they yeah, go in the I, first I place. I just can't believe the that. swap. I can't believe that some super fine chick just gonna lay there and let everybody walk in this room wow. for uh, no money. None. Mm-mm. For no money. Uh-uh. What? What? You know? Let's do a case study. Why don't we all go and you know? Let's just you know we just go going. To, so we just stupid. going to take notes. All, Call us, Shirley. Let's just. Tommy, no, I'm not going. Huh? Two I'm not reasons going. I'm not going. <laughs> well, you hard. You know. First and He's foremost. Too famous. Yeah. I'm famous. Yeah. You can't do that. But we get a hat down on that head, though. Course, we, we course, course, I can't even go for the course study. <laughs> Secondly, <time. laughs> that is at 61, uh-huh. I've lived longer than I got left. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm too close. Try to get in there. The gospel song. To turn back now. With the swing of trying to get in. Lord, I'm <laughs> too close. I thought we were swinging. What? No, we're not now. No, not Turn now. Turn back now. <laughs> Lord, I'm too close. <laughs> too close. This is the most ignorant show. And I can't <laughs> turn back now. Yes, I am. Are you trying to get to heaven? <laughs> I'm too close. But we can't make a stop. <laughs> close, yes, I am. That's why you can't get mentored right there. I said I'm too close. I'm too close. All right. Well, so there's your answer, no. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's the strawberry letter. Okay. Are they swinging? You don't want to miss it. Are they swinging? No. I'm so far gone. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, Steve. We're inviting everyone to take a little trip with us come August 30th, Labor Day weekend, August 30th through September 3rd. We are going to Punta Cana. Sand and Soul. Dominican Republic. Sand and Soul Festival. Yes. Sand Sand. and Soul Mm -hmm. dot com. Is that it? Steve yeah, Harvey that's it. Steve Harvey. Harvey sand and right. soul. Dot com. Uh-huh. You got to go and check it out. It's what's the date, Shirley? August 30th through September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. That's Steve. Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We have rooms at the Rio Hotel remaining. But here's the deal. If you stay next door... All the are still included in all the events. Your tickets there, you will have coverage to get into all of the events. Yes. 24-7 at the Hard Rock Hotel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the Ryu, when you stay there, it's all inclusive also. All your food and all your drinks is included. So that's the big difference in this year's trip. I made it all inclusive so you can leave your wallet at home. You ain't got to bring nothing. I'm going to have a cigar bar, cognac bar. I'm going to have you in here just doing it like I'm doing it. Big baller, shot caller. Ain't making no mistakes and leaving it all down at the lake. 
That's how we do it. That's from the words of my man, Don King. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got a great lineup. Uh, DJs. I'm going to be over there. Steve Harvey will be live at the golf tournament. And we'll be hosting Showtime at the Apollo. I'm going to be hosting that. So that's the way we're doing it this year. Y'all come on and join us. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com for information. All right, go ahead and introduce the letter. Buckle up, hold on tight. I have it for you, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband pays for sex. Dear Shirley and Steve, I am 45 and my husband is 46. We've been married for almost 18 years and have four children. Sex between us was really good and often. My husband wanted sex anytime he saw me. I thought it was borderline neurotic, but my ego and my husband made me believe it was all about me. For a few years, it was every day, but eventually I got bored with it and kids came along and life required that I do other things. This became a point of contention for us. I tried to accommodate him as best I could, but eventually he started cheating on me and for the most part, I forgave him. We remained together and then had our twins, but from that point forward, sex was something I did because I had to or when I felt the urge to, but never when he wanted it and mostly with an attitude. Recently, I found out that he was having sexually explicit conversations with women on Facebook and exchanging naked pictures of himself, even some people who were friends with me. I never expected that part, but here we are. In the past few months, he has been having a lot of difficulty paying his portion of the bills, but when I asked him about it, he couldn't explain where his money was going. Then one weekend, after he missed the payment for our kids' karate and dance lessons, we we had a big argument, mm -hmm, and he blurted out that he had been paying for sex. I was floored. He, wow. he blamed me for not satisfying him like a wife is supposed to and stormed out of the house. Under normal circumstances, this would be it. But here is where I am confused. In the past few years, I have become spiritual and a practicing Christian. I know I took vows to be with this man, but that was before God and church and Christianity was really a part of my life. I love church and I love God in a way that I never did before, and I want to do what is expected of me. But I can't believe that God wants me to stay with this man who has done this to our relationship with my help, I guess. Anyway, I know I have to forgive him, but I don't think I can ever sleep with this man again. Do I have to stay and try to work this out? I'm at my wit's end. He barely even acknowledged what he has done and still tries to sleep with me every night. I'm hurt and insulted, but I want to do what is right in a faithful way. Please help. You are married to someone really ridiculous, in my opinion. He has no priorities, no loyalties, no appreciation, no commitment to you, to the marriage, to God, to anything, to nothing. I I mean, this is just stupid. You forgave him once. It meant nothing to him. He just made everything worse. Uh, That's why forgiveness is really not for the other person. It's for you so you can move on. 
this is a marriage on paper only. It's not a real marriage because no husband would uh, would or even should ever treat their wife like this. I, I mean, I, I say get out of this mess. Uh, I know you're struggling with being a Christian and getting a divorce. I, I know that's what, what you're saying in the last part of your letter. But I got to tell you, there are many divorced Christians who have moved on with their lives. So if you want out at this point, you know, you, you have to get out. I mean, you deserve to be happy not only for yourself, but to show your kids a better life, too. Steve? You know, you had a husband. Y'all was having sex every single day for damn near 18 years. What? Who got this? Somebody ain't working. So either somebody ain't working or, or somebody ain't doing nothing. So something going wrong 18 years every damn day. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, come on. Kids came along. Mm-hmm. And you got bored. Because, you know, when kids come along, there's other stuff you got to do. So you tried to accommodate him best I could, but eventually he started cheating on me. For the most part, I forgave. I guess he explained to you that the reason he started cheating on you was because you wasn't putting out no more. Mm. We remained together, and then we had our twins. From that point on, sex was something I did because I had to or felt the urge to, or when I felt the urge to, but never when he wanted it. Mm. And mostly with an attitude. I don't want no mad sex. Angry I don't like it. It just looks like what you looking at me like that for. <laughs> I don't want no mad, angry sex. It's like having if you if your if your sex life was a video game, it'd be Angry Birds. Angry Birds. It's just flying over there, just knocking stuff over. <laughs> I don't want no mad sex. <laughs> I'm going to get your nails out my damn stomach <laughs> like that. It's <laughs> angry right yes. here. Why you slap me that damn hard? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> damn, baby, you slap me in my mouth. I slap you on your ass. What's wrong? <laughs> angry. Is you finished yet? What are they? Hey, no, I'm not. But hell, I'm about to be. <laughs> 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 Forget it. Just forget it. Yeah, don't don't nobody want all that. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Let me explain to you why the man pays for sex. Spent the baby karate money. Yeah, you don't don't spend the baby's money, though, Steve. Come on now. I know. I know, but let me tell you what the man said. <laughs> what? If me and you ain't kicking it no more, uh-huh. then the baby don't need to be kicking. Because <laughs> <Cousin> of karate? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> If me and you ain't kicking it no more, uh, karate, then I'd be damned if the baby gonna be going somewhere kicking. You're wrong for that, Steve. You are wrong That's for that. That's why I spent the baby karate. Okay. That's now, uh-uh. here the part where the letter turned a little turn. You tried to go spiritual. Yeah. 
I become spiritual and a practicing Christian. I know it took vows to be with my man, but that was before God. Church of Christianity was really a part of my life. I love church. I love God in a way I never did before, and I want to do what's expected of me, but I can't believe that God wants me to stay with this man who has done this to our relationship with my help. I guess anyway, I know I had to forgive him, but I don't think I can ever sleep with this man again. Do I have to stay and try to work this out? I'm at my wit's end. He barely ever acknowledged that he's done and, and still tries to sleep with me every night. I'm hurting and insulted, but what do I do that what is right in a faithful way? Please help. First of all, let me explain something. Don't drag the Lord in. Because, see, the Lord wasn't on Facebook. The Lord wasn't spending the kids' karate money. You know, the, 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 the Lord wasn't having sex every day for 18 years. So let's, 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 Hello. Don't, let's, let's stop making him the, yeah. the reason. Because you done found him now. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Vows get taken by two people. See, two people take them vows. Not just you. Two people take them vows. So now it's two people that's got to hold up the end of the deal. Now, if he ain't going to hold up his end of the deal, then it ain't no deal to uphold. Now what, what, what now, now, what they got to do with you being a Christian or not? And Shirley's correct about that. Now, a lot of Christians get divorced. I know ministers that get divorced. Mm-hmm. If you don't pick the wrong one, you pick the wrong one. What you want to do? You want to stay with him? Go ahead. You haven't mentioned in this letter that this man, a good husband, because he ain't. Mm-mm. A good father, he ain't got no time. I, you, you ain't really said nothing. The problem with this man is all this man want is sex. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. Uh, switching gears now. Uh, Tommy, did you want to ask Steve something? Yeah, you know, um, you stated that you uh, you want to make a billion dollars in the next three years. Now, I think I can beat that. I think I can beat that by, by one year. See, listen to me now. I predict. I can make a billion dollars in two years. Now, only thing is, Unc, I, I'm going to need your help. Yeah. Uh, the question I got for you, how can do I, I go about though? getting a billion? Before you ask me that right mm-hmm. now. if I got to help you get your two billion, uh-huh. ain't that going to take away from me trying to get my three? But don't be greedy like this, well, is this a mentoring question or? I don't what, know. What this is, is confusing. Is this all a right, mentor- I still okay. What do you want? I just want to know how do I get, make the billion dollars in two years? That's all I want. That's what? your mentoring question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. Well, how that, many millions do you have? Well, we can't. Exactly. I, I can't expose that <laughs> call. You got a million. We're jumping up a level. So we know you got a minimum of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good, so, ain't okay. that a good start? So if, That's a great start. Do you, you understand what you're saying? Steve says he's going to make $3 billion. Yeah. I mean, $1 billion in three years. Right. Okay, so you're saying you can beat his three years and in, make your billion in two, two years. If he helped me. I just want to know how you get there. That's your first mentoring question for your Why, why go small? He always say shoot for the stars. <laughs> right. So here, here's my question to you. Go ahead. What can you do right now that could generate $10 million over the next year? Oh, man, me and you? Let me see. No, no. What can you do right now, you yourself, me to generate $10 million over the next year? I'm going to have to link it to you, though. Me and no, you. No, no, no. Listen to me. You cannot link me. Why this am I not? This has to be something because, listen to me, boy. That's the problem. 
people always tie their dreams and visions to somebody else. No. When in actuality, security is only that which you can provide for yourself. Okay. What can you do yourself? So, ain't no, ain't what nobody, man, if he had showed up, man, if he'd have gave me this, it would have happened. No, you don't need that. What can you do? Mm-hmm. To produce ten million over the next year. Well, I thought I was utilizing my resources. You <laughs> wanted my resources, man. Go ahead and just tell me how you're gonna do it. Then. <laughs> oh, hell. You need some help, Tommy? You want me help? On, how Tommy, you gonna make money? I tell you what. <laughs> right. I'm. I tell you what. Then what we do? Okay. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a shoot a movie for five. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not paying for that. Why not? <laughs> How's we gonna get somewhere if you had this kind of attitude? One more time. The question was, how can you produce ten million dollars? Now you already need my five, and that's how I can do it. But listen to me. You still don't have ten million. You done took my five, and ain't no guarantee this movie gonna do a damn thing. Your track record. Trust Let's me. Let's just look at who stole Papa Ray money. Oh, it opened God, and closed man. in the same weekend. I was there. Where are we going to get distribution uh, for this movie you done wrote? We're going to get it. Just ride with me, Where? man. Where? Uh, uh, Papa Ray's money. From some of these yeah. people you got in your phone. You got uh, all these. Stop talking about me. <laughs> well, how's we going? You, you don't have a clue how to get $10 million. Does he have a, a million? Clue. I'm with Carla. Does he have a million? He has yeah. a million. He <laughs> said that. Yeah, he oh. got a million. Oh, okay. Oh, it's okay. in various things. No, we ain't been to spend million. my million. <laughs> now, that's not going to happen. See right there? That's where you draw See the right line. There? No, <laughs> right. buddy. Yeah, yeah, we ain't using your million, right? Okay, <laughs> cool. Cool. Now, but the, how the hell are you going to use my five? <laughs> because you have so many more of them. All right, listen, coming up in about 10 minutes, um, Carl, you're going to have a special edition of Reality Update? Yes, All right. the fellas are going to want to get Uh-oh. into this. Okay, all right, that's special about 10 Steve. minutes, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special edition of Reality Update. Put your hands together, the one, the only, Carla Farrell. Yay, yay. All right, thank you, nephew. Okay, so we got this special edition of Reality Update on well, this Tuesday. Okay, what happened? What? Okay, so first of all, let's uh-huh. just say this. Uh, y- your show is back, Steve. Last night, Love & Hip Hop ATL Atlanta is back. Season 7 premieres. Stevie yeah. J, Mimi, Rashida, Kirk, Tommy and them, they are back. I'm really sick of Kirk and Jasmine, the baby. Rashida is such a boss. I don't understand, Kirk. Hey, I'll, and then, hey, wait, hey, hey, I hey, hey, hey. Yeah. What happened to uh, my boy Jocelyn and uh, Stevie? Stevie J, he's still on the show. He's still on the show. And there's some new people. Erica Mena, she's on the oh, show. Oh, Jocelyn Just- ain't on it no more? No, nah, Jocelyn, you know, she kind of tripped out tripped, last oh, season. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow, man. Maybe she had the baby, and yeah, she kind of tripped out. But this is what I want to talk to you guys about. We'll talk about love and hip-hop Atlanta later. We'll let people get a chance to catch up on it if you didn't get a chance to see it last night. Sunday's episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is what, what they I do now. To you guys about now the ladies were back from from Spain, and we know that Nene is pursuing a career in stand-up comedy. Well, she did an event. This was not televised on the show or on the particular episode on this past Sunday, but while on stage, they talked about this on the show. Nene addressed a heckler. And she basically 
went there with this heckler and then she said she told the heckler i hope you get raped by your uber driver that was, yeah that's foul yeah we that talked was about very, very we talked foul. about that yeah we did yeah talk we about talked that. about this when we heard about it happening so last night i mean sunday night they addressed it on the show oh, so now take a listen nini is telling cynthia and marlo some of the other cast members what happened and how sorry she was for saying what she said take a listen so as I go into the joke, the person on the front is, you know, talking while I'm talking. And she says, kill yourself. You know, she when said, kill, kill yourself. When she tell me to kill myself, I, I'm so quick to, to fight back. I gotta, I have to, to learn to not fight back. This is hate that I said what I said to the lady. I just listen. Oh my God. I know, but listen, nobody even, okay, Nene, listen, knows that that person even said that to you. I know, I know, I know, I know. It was a mistake. You didn't know. Nobody cares what she says. They don't know what you said. I don't want to tell it. And for the person to say what they said, I just instantly started fighting back. Did you apologize? I did. I did. You made a mistake. You're going to make a mistake sometime. Wow. First of all, yeah. she got to get out of comedy. Yeah, that's yeah, because yeah, now it's over, 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 over a heckler. I know. Now I ain't never cried <laughs> nah. over a heckler. Nah. Thirty-three years. Mm-mm. I wouldn't. I done fired off some zangers. Yeah. <laughs> no, she got Not to get zingers. out of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Kill no. yourself broke her down. Kill yourself <laughs> broke her. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, her clap Kill back. yourself. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of dog. I've been called the N word. You ain't funny. I'd have yeah, done so, everything. She got to get out of comedy. It's not for her. Yeah, that's gonna break you down. Well, what kind of advice do you? What would you do? How get do you handle hecklers? Comedy. Yeah. Oh, I handle hecklers. You gonna kill me? Yeah. Oh, well, we all gonna die this evening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody gonna have a little death this evening. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm finna nail yourself. you to the cross. Mm-hmm. As so, soon as you say that to me, you can start. You can lay on the ground and lay on this wooden cross, and we are gonna start nailing your ass to it. <laughs> But, oh, since you want to be in the show, right. oh, now you fitting to be the show. Mm. Mm. Oh, and you fitting to stay in this show a little bit longer than you want to. I'm going to humiliate your ass. Wow. Yeah, you well, can that's, dedicate that's a good the thing. 15, so that was her clapback when yeah. she said, I hope you get raped by an Uber driver. And that controversial clapback that she had, she lost she her lost gig job, because she huh? was a with the with the escape they, they with escape they tour she was her. supposed to be booked mm-hmm. on the tour with escape you remember candy's group from the 90s they mm-hmm. got back together they oh, were going and open on tour. up for that host mm-hmm. that yeah she oh. was supposed to open up for that and the group members felt that they didn't want her a part of it well, the promoter was like no it. but listen to me uh-huh. at no point in the 70s 80s nothing is rape a joke subject no it's not right right listen to me here's the deal this is what i teach all young comics Okay. There's 250 don'ts in comedy. After that, you can do anything you want to do. Uh-huh. But you need to learn the 250 don'ts. After you learn the 250 don'ts, you can do anything. Rape is not a jokeable subject. It's no. just not. No. It's not, not. A, it's not a clapback. It's not a comeback for a heckler. Rape is too vile of a word. It shouldn't even be. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be, be used, not, period, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, right, if right. that comes out your mouth, what does that say about you? You're not coming. Well, you know what? Now, the, and what, another thing, too. The girl uh-huh. could have said, 
cause you wasn't it wasn't going good, she the girl could have said, "Y'all just kill yourself." Yeah, we don't know in what context. Cause you up there dying anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. the heckler said it. Yeah, it could have been. been yeah, it could have been. Boy, I know you want to kill yourself right now. Yeah, and oh. and Nene felt extra badly because yes, you know she she's did. done work you know with domestic domestic violence and mm-hmm. all of that you know so Awareness. yeah she 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 really felt bad about that. First of all. Comedy is nothing that you go and become. <laughs> you better say that. No, nah, man. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me just help you all with this. Okay. Being a comedian and being a stand-up comedian is nothing you go and become. You are born into this. Mm-hmm. It's in there. Mm-hmm. You, if you're not born into this, this is not for you. Everybody don't use it, but you have you can't. You can't learn this. This ain't teachable. Ain't no classes for this. This is not what she do. She can be a host, an MC, an actress. She can be all, you can go take acting lessons. She can't take comedy lessons. She got to get out of this here. All right, uh, she's hosting more now. I think yeah, she's, she's back on the road again. We I, just I, saw yeah, her Friday night. You, you saw her the other day, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw her Friday. Now somebody uh-huh. say, kill yourself. Oh. Yeah. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, um, this story straight out of uh, the UK. Prince Harry, no prenup. Whoa! Prince Harry. Mm. We want prenup. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, what were you going to say? What were you going to uh, ask? Steve is on stage. He's a stand-up right yeah. now. All right. Uncle uh-huh. Steve okay, is on so stage. Uh-huh. All right? uh-huh. I'm the heckler outside in the audience. Okay. Okay, I don't know nothing what you're going to say, Tommy. Okay. I'm on stage. I'm working. I ain't even let me. Okay. Oh, okay, right quick. Let me get in my zone. I'm working. Okay. <laughs> now, go ahead and start heckling. <laughs> Your You're dying up there. Why don't you just kill yourself? <laughs> okay, I will. You first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, we got. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. If you die, if that's what we're doing. I'm down with it. You first. Ready, set, go. Hey, that joke fell flat as a pancake. Why don't you get out of here? Yeah. Kill yourself. No, it's flat like your mama's behind. <laughs> Whoa. Not your mama. Ah. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> Ta- Ta- Tommy, Tom- Tommy, now you ain't got to say kill yourself. Okay. Boy. You can just haul out insults. Woo! This show is ugly right here, isn't it, buddy? What's ugly? <laughs> ugly? Now, ain't as ugly as your date. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You rolled in with that. <laughs> I don't know how you having trouble with me. Oh, the heckler gets heckled. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I do his ass. How much <laughs> lower can this show get, pal? Wow. Well, you short, so I'm getting down there where you at. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. This entire show stinks. What are you doing? That's your breath you're smelling. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing, tell her to quit talking to you. The air clear right up. (laughs) Oh, my God. while the audience laughs. I've been to a circus that's way better than this, man. You've been to a circus that's better than this. Yes. You well, s- hell, go back. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that where you work anyway? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you bought one of the animals. What you- <laughs> 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 More girlfriend jokes? Keep zanging her. <laughs> she going to have to leave. Yeah. Uh. But never once did he say that other line. Uh-uh. Never mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. No. That's how you do it. That's all yeah. you got to do, man. You just got to be clever. You got to come back. You know, clap back is real. Yeah. I specialize yeah. in hecklessness. Oh, I'd made a fool out you, man. 
I had bits written all. Mm. What else you got, Shirley? All right, listen. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are all set to uh, get married in May of this year in St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle in the UK. The two are extremely excited to be saying their I do's, but with some shocking uh, reveal. Prince Harry is not interested in having his fiance sign a prenup, okay? Go on, Prince Harry. What the queen say, though? Uh, Where are they going to get married? In in England. Oh, yeah. Oh, over there. You can't get none of the royalty money. Uh, okay. Some so outlets. No need for no I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Some outlets have claimed that Prince Harry's net worth is $40 million or more, while Meghan Markle's net worth is around $7 million. But the youngest son of the late Princess Diana doesn't care about his fortune when it comes to his future wife. Aw. He's determined that his marriage will be a lasting one, so there is no need for him to sign anything. A lot of people go into marriage believing that. Yeah. Yeah. No prenup. Yeah. No prenup. So, Steve? What do you think about prenups no, that's and cool. all that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, his his, his it, it ain't his money. It's his power. Mm. It's his reign. It's his family, his lineage. He, he don't care. He's set for life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can't get none of that money. They, that money ain't lined up like that for him. His net worth $40 million. God. Man. And she's seven, so it's not like, you know. Oh. She's coming in with nothing no. just she, to be a princess. No, she good. They in love. Mm-hmm. They good. I ain't got no prenup. I know. They look like they really no are in love. Hell no. Me and my girl going to the tape, dog. To the no. end. Tom, you got a prenup? I don't. No. Sure. When you make your billion, you're going to have a prenup? When I make no. my billion, I'm staging my death. <laughs> here we so go with that again. We kill all this here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to be at my funeral and everything, man. Oh, I don't know God. what y'all talking about. When I get this B, what? <laughs> Everybody deal. getting out my damn life, man. Uh, Steve, help. Now, this is what you can mentor him on right here. What? You can't change that part. <laughs> when I get that B, I'm getting shot in front of them kids and everybody else. Right what? there on the patio. Honey. What? What? Daddy that. died on the patio. They're going to pack my ass out of there. I'm gone. Faking your death is illegal. When the yes, EMS get down the street, I'm jumping out, walking, going to get my B. What? Man, <laughs> man I ain't mad at you, though. Why you aren't you? You should be mad at him. <laughs> oh, man, this ignorant mess. He said, I'm staging my deal. I'm getting shot in front of my kids. In front of them kids. Wow. I thought you were staging. He said, if I get this billion dollars, I got to get rid of my family. <laughs> That's when he, if he was going to win the lottery, Steve. Now. Yeah, but this billion, same thing. He got to. Tommy get a billion. He got to get rid of his family. There's no other way around. It. Yeah, because they can't bear witness to what I'm finna do. Woo. The last time they say daddy, they will be screaming. <laughs> this is awful. This is really That's bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right there on that patio, I'm out. Tommy, stop saying that. Man. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's horrible. All right. All right. Stop saying that. I don't know if it's horrible, but the show is funny. It is horrible, Junior. <laughs> it's a joke, Sheldon. It's, it's, it's absolutely like brilliant. It. I don't like it. I'm staging my death. <laughs> I get a billion dollars. In front of Pow! <laughs> Only I the men think this joke is in funny. In front of my kids. <laughs> Surely it's not funny. Uh, uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy, you could go to your own funeral no. as Papa Ray. That's don't <laughs> nobody. Just be sitting up there crying. <laughs> I listen. We're changing oh, the subject, but, but we will be back. Oh, man. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. We're changing Shotty this subject. Land right there in the whole yard in front of everyone. I told That's you. Funny. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all ain't going to go to my funeral. No. You and Carl ain't going to make my funeral. I'll go really just think. to help you play it off. I'm going to need $10 million, though. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell it. You're a sesame. Yeah, you're a sesame. Yeah, I'm going to need $20 million, though. I'm telling it. You'll be lying the next morning if I don't get $25 million. <laughs> wired to mine. You'll, raising you'll it take the day. family to him. <laughs> Man, the hit is hit is free. Get your ass up, Tommy. Man, Jackie will kill you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, Steve. We're inviting everyone to take a little trip with us come August 30th, Labor Day weekend, August 30th through September 3rd. We are going to Punta Cana, Sand and Soul, Dominican Republic, Sand and Soul Festival. Yes. Yay! Yay! Yes. I can't wait. Sand, sand and soul mm-hmm. Shirley and her Is bikini. that it? Steve yeah, Harvey that's it. Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey sand and right. soul. Dot com. Uh-huh. You got to go and check it out. It's what's the date, Shirley? August 30th through September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. That's Steve. Labor Day weekend. We have rooms at the Rio Hotel remaining. But here's the deal. If you stay next door... All your food and all your drinks is included. Still included in all the events. Your ticket's there. You will have coverage to get into all of the events. Yes. 24-7 at the Hard Rock Hotel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the Ryu, when you stay there, it's all inclusive also. All your food and all your drinks is included. So that's the big difference in this year's trip. I made it all inclusive so you can leave your wallet at home. You ain't got to bring nothing. I'm going to have a cigar bar, cognac bar. I'm going to have you in here just doing it like I'm doing it. Big baller, shot caller. Ain't making no mistakes and leaving it all down at the lake. That's how we do it. <laughs> That's from the words of my man, Don King. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got a great lineup. Uh, DJs, uh, the DJs that we do. Uh, will be Biz Marquis. Biz, Biz Marquis. Marquis. We yes. got DJ uh-huh. Mars. Mars. We got DJ Tay Rock. So those are the DJs, the comedians. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Precious. Precious. Oh, Precious that's that? my girl. She's so Precious. He's Our so funny. Boy, funny. Junior. I'm definitely going to be there. Space. Junior boy. Junior. Definitely going to be there. Your headliner. The incomparable earthquake. <laughs> Shake it up. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's gonna the be host good. for the events. Shirley Strawberry will be hosting. Yeah. Carla Pharrell will be hosting. Yes, sir. Yeah, Kia Spates will be hosting. Yes, I will uh-huh. be. Cheryl Underwood will be hosting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Monica Mississippi Bonds will be hosting. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Artist Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. <laughs> Dougie Fresh. Six minutes. Yeah. Six and the minutes. big headliner, the one and only Kim. Woo! Kim. For the all Special like appearances. Uh-huh. Marjorie Harvey's Beauty Bar. Uh-oh. Marjorie. Hey, Marjorie. Marjorie. Sitting up and letting y'all have all them secrets. Get your skin where you want it to yes. be. Mm. Steve Harvey will be live at the golf tournament and will be hosting Showtime at the Apollo. We got to It's at it. night. I'm doing it. You got can't to nobody do. host Apollo like no, no, that's right. Also, we're going to have a live Q&A. It's an Act Like a Success master class. 
I'm going to be hosting that. Mm-hmm. So that's the way we're doing it this year. Those are the events. Y'all come on and join us. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com for information. Well, Steve, when you say a live Q&A, too, that's with the um, morning show crew. That's with us. The phone number is 800-684-2825. Yeah, that may get changed to a master class, Shirley. Well, we do have a master class. Act like a success master class. Shirley Caller. What? Yes. I was going to get y'all some swimsuits for the weekend. Y'all want a bikini or how y'all, what what kind of y'all? We got to (laughs) go. We'll be back. We'll be back with more of this ignorance. I'm going to wear what I buy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, it's the nephew. All right, Steve. So you were saying about, um, you know, well, what what Warren Buffett said. And- you know, I was going to ask you to make a statement about me, but I've changed my mind. Let me just say this. Warren <laughs> Buffett is correct in that money does not make you happy. Mm-hmm. If you're not a happy person, getting money not going to make you happy. Now, I jokingly said that it made me a lot happier. It opened up. But what it did was I was really already a happy person. Mm-hmm. I may have been in some dark places and some dark spots in my life, but I was basically a happy person. So being a little bit more well-to-do has just created an opportunity to do more with the happiness. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. The real thing about money is it just takes all emergencies and turns them into mere inconveniences. It just makes your life a little bit more convenient. Well, what about when you said um, having more money just makes you more of who you are? Remember you yeah, said that? Yeah, that, that's a true statement. Uh-huh. So, like, if you're an unhappy person, a lot of money, you're going to be more reasons to be unhappy. Just rich and mad. Yeah, just rich and sad. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very rich, sad people out there, yeah. you know, who know the principles of success, but for some reason can't pull that part of their life together for very reasons. So I've been generous. I've been overly generous at times. I've had to learn how of late to cut that back because people take advantage of it. I've been more than generous in my life because I'm a generous person. My father was. He'll give you the shirt off his back. I got that from him. My mother always told me, she said, you just like your daddy. Your daddy do anything he can to help somebody he care about. Mm. He said, you just like him. And you Mm -hmm. just like him too because you'll fight. You and your daddy just fight. Boy, was she right. Come home some night, just shirt toe off. He'd change his shirt and go back down there. I said, At least we know where you got it from. You got it on it. So I'm cool with that, but that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Hey, let's talk about the NBA for a minute. I mean, not the NBA, the NCAA. NCAA. Let's talk. Let's talk basketball, baby. We got the brackets. There's been a lot of upsets. Uh, The Sweet 16 is in. In the South bracket, we got Kansas State and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky is number five and Kansas State is number nine. Mm-hmm. I predict Kentucky to come out of there. The big upset, uh, Loyola, Loyola, Chicago shocked Tennessee, yeah. which I kind of saw that coming. I was thinking that. I didn't pick them early, but I got on the bandwagon against Nevada. Now, they 11, Nevada number seven. I think Loyola, Chicago, them boys up there going to shock us. That's, that's Nevada that's, that's, that's ass. Cinderella, huh? That's the Cinderella, that's the Cinderella yeah. team. Yeah, yeah I do. think they going to shock Nevada, too. You're right, Tommy. Xavier and Florida State. Now, I told you, Florida State, I told you the team from Florida. I couldn't figure out the name of it, but here we is, though. Yeah, but they finna go up against Gonzaga now. 
No, nah, they going against, oh, yeah, that's right. They up yeah. against Gonzaga. Yeah. Because they beat Xavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. See, that's, they, I told y'all, that that's stunned it, man. Now, Gonzaga hard to beat because they go there every year. So I'm just in prayer with Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> Houston had Michigan, man. 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 They did. Had them. Had Michigan. Michigan beat Houston. So they're against Texas A&M. That's Tommy's old college. So automatically, I pulls for Michigan. <laughs> that's the fire. That's wrong. They gave y'all Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Every since they gave us that drunk ass quarterback. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we are back. This is our last break of the day. Good day this Tuesday. Uh, Steve, we're ready for your closing remarks. I'm so happy uh, they're back. Uh, today, I want to give you all something that came to me. Uh, it came to me this morning. I was been in really, over the weekend, I was doing a lot of prayerful meditating over the weekend, you know, just trying to recenter myself. You know, sometimes I get a little off, you know. I, I see myself sliding off course. I'm forgetting to be grateful as I should. I'm, I start working on some things that I want to happen so badly. I keep pouring a lot of time into it. I keep, you know, reviewing my plans and goals and, Sometimes, you know, you second guess stuff and sometimes you spend a lot of time just scratching your head trying to figure out your next move. I'm sure everybody can relate to that. How you sit up in here, man, and some of your best laid plans seem to be going awry and you just can't figure it out. Uh, I was sitting up and somebody sent me this this morning and it's entitled Release. And as I read it, I just want to share with you the thoughts that I was having when I was reading this thing called release. And it says, Heavenly Father, I release to you the burdens that I have been carrying. Burdens that you never intended for me to carry. You know, when I read that, it, it, it meant something to me because a lot of the stuff that's on us that we carrying around, he ain't even intend for us to carry it around. We just carrying it around because we done took it upon ourselves to worry about it. We done took it upon ourselves that this is now this albatross around our neck when God really didn't intend for that. You know, other people's problems really ain't your problem. They can bring it to you, but that don't mean it's yours. So you end up carrying around stuff that God never intended for you to carry. You know, like you hear your grandmama used to say, don't let other people put their trash in your trash can. Because you need all that room for your trash. But now you carrying around somebody else's. Then it goes on to say, I cast all my cares upon you. All my worries, all my fears. You have told me to not be anxious about anything, but rather to bring everything to you in prayer with thankfulness. Man, I had forgotten about that. And when I read that, it reminded me that I shouldn't be anxious about these deals I'm working on, my next move, what I need to get done. Why am I tripping about that? I don't know how it's going to turn out anyway. I'm anxious about something that I actually have no control over. So I just said to me, Steve, just turn this over to who got all this in control and let him have it and be grateful for what you have. And then it says, Father, calm my relentless spirit, quiet my anxious heart, 
steal my troubling thoughts with the assurance that you are in control. Man, ain't that cool? When you turn something over to God and all of a sudden you have a calmness, a quiet and a stillness because you ain't got to worry about it no more. Then it says, I let go of my grip upon the things that have been I've been hanging on to. With open hands, I come to you. I release to you and will all that I am trying to manipulate. I release to you all that I'm trying to manipulate. So if you let go of stuff, if you let go of a lot of stuff that you're hanging on to, y'all, you can go to God with open hands. If you go to God with open hands, he got something to feel now. But if you hanging on and got a death grip on a whole bunch of stuff that you can't do nothing about and it's really meaningless, you ain't got room to receive what he got for you. So I release to you all that I am trying to manipulate. I release to you your authority. All that I am trying to control, I release to your timing all that I have been striving to make happen. Everything I've been trying to make happen, I'm going to let you make it happen. Everything I've been wanting to happen at a certain time, I'm going to let that happen in your time. You do it in your time when it's your will for me. It's called release. Just let it go, man. Because you tripping about stuff you really can't control. That's an amazing thing. Then it says, I thank you for your promise to sustain me. Because that's his promise, to sustain you. Preserve me and guard all that I have entrusted to your keeping. So now when you turn it over to God and you let him have it and you release this grip on this stuff that you have no control over and you ask for his calmness and your quiet and you release everything to him, guess what? Now you can just trust that you didn't put it in the right hands. You got it in the best hands. So he gonna protect that. Now he watching over it instead of you watching over it. Now who would you rather have watching over something, you or God? Protect my heart and mind with your peace, the peace that passes all understanding. Father, may your will be done in my life. That was powerful to me, man. And I read that this morning, mm -hmm. and I said, wow, I'm going to share that with everybody because that really helped me today, man, that it allowed me to let go of something, mm -hmm. to let go of stuff that I've been hanging on to trying to make stuff happen when it's so much stuff that's out of my control. If you just let it go, turn it over to God, it go. and be all right with it. Because mm -hmm. he been having you. Mm -hmm. Why would he not have this? But we grab ourselves, and we want to be a part of it so much that we end up getting in the way. Mm. So I ask that his will be done in my life, in your time and in your way. However he want to do it and whenever he want to do it, I'm cool with that. Stop being anxious for everything, y'all. Step back, turn it over to God, and let him do what he do. Oh. Uh, you feel me? Feel you. That was good, yes, Steve. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are, or where you are in life, you feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.